Are you going to do your warm-up exercise Smile today? Hang on. <laughs> Are you going to do your warm-up exercise? Do your warm-up exercise. <laughs> Welcome oh back, everyone, to episode 53. 53. It's official. It's year two. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? You're well, creeping me out we, were, we were in New York arguing about whether or not I've been employed with a company for X amount of months, and we were full on screaming at each other from across. Well, you were screaming because... No, there's video evidence. Once again, you there's were a little evidence. bit impaired. <sighs> Fuck, it sounds like I'm a lot more impaired than I am sober these days. Well, yeah, that's such a lovely quality in a young woman. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, like, you know, if you're going to be anything, be impaired. Now, that's not really true because, yeah, it's not. right, because of my intervention, <laughs> your alcohol consumption has dropped now dramatically. You're taking responsible, responsible for your life. Yeah, but it is. It's episode 53, mm -hmm. and here we are again, and... Um, Let's see, highlights of the week was someone calling me Popeye <laughs> and an old man. I, I'm the oldest, the White Hulk. The White Hulk. I got called the White Hulk this Walking week. Walking downtown. I exercise a lot. I started when I was a very young man, as you know. But the one that got me was, I mean, look, it, being the oldest old guy on TikTok is fine with me. That's just one more accolade as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> calling me Popeye and I thought, who the hell remembers Popeye? I mean, when I was growing up as a kid, black and white television where where I would literally hold the antennas of the TV for my dad to watch the oh news. Oh, yeah. Like, we had the first... My dad was an RCMP officer, and we had the first TV in northern New Brunswick when I lived in the actual police de detachment, me and my brothers and sisters, and for him to be able to watch the news, I had to literally stand and move the, and right? <laughs> and so someone calls me Popeye, and these are the thoughts that enter my mind. I'm thinking, that guy must be as old as I am mm -hmm. to be making those kind of shots. Mm -hmm. But then I realized Popeye's, Popeye's, the supplement place, has kept Popeye alive yeah. all these years. So it's kind of interesting anyway. That was so fascinating. Thank you for the compliment. I mean, I assume he's talking about my body and not my face, and because I don't smoke a pipe, mm -hmm. a corn cob pipe. You are the oldest old man on TikTok, though. Whatever. I mean, the one, you know, actually making TikToks. There's tons of viewers that are old AF. That's just mean, Judy. Can we move on? Okay. 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 You know, it's our fifty-third episode, and. Today, there's a lot of exciting things going on in the diamond industry that we're going to be talking about, actually. De Beers, the, you know, organization, the company started way back in the late 1800s by Cecil Rhodes. You know, the company is 130 years old now, is, um, has made a big acquisition amid real turmoil in the diamond industry. Start selling laboratory grown engagement well, rings. You know, I was reading an article this morning again from the Rappaport Diamond Report where they're talking about the fact that June has apparently been the most devastating month where people are, are choosing to not acquire 
mine diamonds and getting bigger, better quality out of a laboratory, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. Um, anyway, um, should you be staring down at my crotch like that during the... I was not staring at your phone. Well, I, I know my phone was there, but it was a little bit awkward. I'd forgotten my phone it's was there. It's the epileptic It was on silence. On your phone. It was on silence like, simply due to the fact that you made me throw my phone the other has day. Has a flashlight as a freaking ringer. Are you calling me a psychopath? Yes, I am. Okay, well, that's fine, Judy. Mm. I'm going to leave that there, actually, today, given the appointment you had this morning. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys. Hey. That, that's what we is. let's just say it like this. We're meant to be together. Okay? Like we're meant to be together. Not like that. Uh, no, not like that kind of be together, but this kind of be together is kind of fun. I know. So yeah, we were in New York. Anyway, here's the biggest news I think in the industry right now is um is the fact that De Beers started making lab-created engagement rings. Mm -hmm. Like, what could possibly be the motivation? I mean, we've talked about this before, and I talk about De Beers a lot. If you don't know who they are, please Google them. They have large retail stores. They're the biggest miner in the world. They're the biggest lab-grown diamond producer in the world, although the quality they're producing is not, not great. great. We haven't done Jinx, that in a while. yeah, we haven't done that in a while. I think it was for them. It's like a new beginning for us, I feel. I mean, for De Beers to now have a laboratory grown engagement ring business aspect side of their business, I think it was natural. It was like a naturally occurring Is that like next a pun, step. Natural? Yeah. It was a naturally occurring next step. Has it, to be. Right? Has to be. The engagement ring business makes up the majority of di the diamonds. You, you know, we've been here through LVMH, mm -hmm. calling it luxury lab grown. We've been here through, um, what's that, the biggest jeweler in the world? Pandora. Pandora deciding to go strictly with lab creative. Yeah. Guys, I'm sorry. Mining of diamonds hurts the environment in, in more ways than one. Uh, the mining of diamonds has hurt people, kids, mm -hmm. Africa. Look what's still going on there that they don't talk about, that they shield from. Mm -hmm. You know, and again, if you want a mine diamond, there's lots of good reasons for it. Like they sell this story about it being three billion years old, but I don't really buy that exactly. Look, what they do in labs and what Mother Nature did all those years ago um, is there's no difference really. Mm -hmm. they're, they're formed the same way. No one can tell the difference mm -hmm. anymore. And so I, I think it comes down to the the three E's for me is the making decisions on diamonds, is taking a look at the ethical aspects of it. We have Joe Biden with her, you know, seven and a half carat lab grown diamonds. Presented by the Prime Minister uh, of India, that that particular diamond was made using wind and solar. Wind energy. and solar energy. I mean, it's a big difference, you know, and and. The, the target market for these companies is, um, the target market for these companies are you. Mm -hmm. 
Why did you point at my screen? Because I'm just noticing the How dirty it is? No, how much more I talk than you do. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's always like that, though. Have you met you? <laughs> Remember, we've already been there. Joe Rogan has a helper, and you didn't know he did. Oh, are you calling me your helper? My helper. Do you like that? I kind of like that. If you weren't so cute, you wouldn't be on film. You'd be sitting over there somewhere, just a voice like on Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. Like, what's the Joe Rogan guy look like? And why, it's a, why is it a guy? Who is the super jock? Ew, Colin. <laughs> we have to remove that anyway. Anyway, so let's Sorry. move forward. Let's move forward with what's going on. Look, here's the other thing that's going on in the industry right now that's really putting a lot of pressure mm -hmm. on the mine diamond industry aside from the fact that lab-grown had been in the mine pipeline for so long and no one could tell the difference here's another one is the fact that um, the russian diamonds are causing it because we don't want blood diamonds yeah. right we've been through this before with the african and that got all fixed up so look here's the bottom line if you don't want a blood diamond if you don't, if you want to be sure, if you don't want a blood diamond, if you don't want a... Because these days you can never be too sure. Well, you can't be sure at all. Yeah. Right? You can be sure if they come out of a laboratory. That's my point. Right? Mm -hmm. But, but, um, if you don't want a blood diamond, if you don't want these Russian diamonds that are being called blood diamonds today, if you don't want an African blood diamond, if you don't want a diamond that has been, has had a negative effect on the environment out of a mine, if you don't want a diamond that is economically, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, not viable, okay? One of the things the industry is using right now, again, to try and sell mine diamonds is somehow they retain their value. They do not get anybody in the industry, anybody in the industry, I don't care if they're from De Beers, wherever they're from, to call me up, to send me a question, to come on our podcast and argue the point. There is no secondary market. So if some jeweler tries to convince you that your diamond has more value because it came out of a mine, before you buy it, try to sell it. Go online, see what you get. Pretend you own it and see what offers you get. See what the secondary market is. There is none, okay? It's a bunch of BS. So the three E's for me are economically, environmentally, and ethically, what do you want in your ultimate symbol of love? You're so good. You're just so good. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, I've been doing this for 40 years. You've been doing it for one year. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a student of the business and I don't mean to be good, but I'm pretty passionate about this now. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was sold a bill of goods mm -hmm. on these things. I used to believe all this stuff, but I'd been around too long and had too many, you know, incidents where the truth comes out. Like, I, I've had so many of my own clients come to me and say, you know, I never pushed it. I, I just want to say, I'm not one of those guys that ever said there was a financial return on a white diamond. I spoke a lot about colored diamonds. Today, certainly I'm a leading expert in the world on colored diamonds. If you have a pink argyle colored diamond, you've got some real value there 
for sure. But, um, you know, these white diamonds, it's been a bunch of bullshit forever, right? Online, offline, bullshit. They do not retain their value, okay? The only return, and this is what I've said for 40 years, is beauty. If you have the prettiest diamond in the room, that is the only financial return. On your finger, compare, that's the only financial return for a guy. And you know what? Not only do you get the the return of having or have the prettiest diamond, because ask what's important. We talk about this stuff all the time, but you're smarter than other guys for having beauty. Remember, the four C's of cut, color, clarity, and carrot. Color, right? Let's, let's go through this. Color was to sell crappy diamonds. The industry started selling the GH as a good color to own. It's simply not. It's gross. It's horrible. It's it dark. get it's they're dark. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what like, the GIA refers to it as. And, and, and this isn't even this isn't rocket science. Mm -hmm. This is simple stuff. Like you're not stupid. Right? When the jeweler looks at you and says, Oh yeah, they sparkle the same. No, they don't. It's not possible. Right? It's not possible. You want a D color if you can get it. Mm -hmm. You want the most beautiful. That's the only thing. You know, financial return. Ridiculous. Clarity. You know, they changed the clarity grading system. So now you can have a VVS diamond that has a natural. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, no more. And it's to sell crappy goods. It's to sell the industry's diamonds, not what you should be getting. So where the four C's really came from... Was where, to sell their shitty diamonds. Was to sell shitty diamonds. Mm -hmm. Was to sell you the G's, the H, the I's. And, and the deals that go on in the back room, like I pick on Tiffany. And I pick on them and have someone from Tiffany tell me different. That what they sell mostly, you can go on their website and see this, is G-H-I-J. Yeah. Gross, horrible, indecent, junk diamonds that never stand up. So you can say it's a Tiffany, but is that luxury? Mm -hmm. Isn't luxury about beauty? It should be. Right? Shouldn't it? it should like be. Hermes, right? It's the best. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what it's really about? Anyway, we're going to be launching Rare Rock soon to deal with all this globally. Um, so far, I don't get any letters from any of the big companies. Uh, legal letters, I've gotten them before when I've said things like, you know, colored diamonds were a good investment. I led with that once and oh my goodness, the amount of grief I got, I was right. Excellent investment in some cases as we've learned. So anyway, I feel like you're not even talking today. Taking all the words out of my mouth. Am I sucking up all the air? Is that what's happening? So let me ask you a question. What is your favorite topic after a year in the diamond industry? What have been the highlights for you? I would have to say, I mean, the engagement ring side of the business is very fascinating. What, you know, the I, I took a course at the GIA, the Gemological Institute of America, and I learned, you know, 
Hence GIA Judy. Yeah. So I learned everything as far as what the GIA teaches you, but there's so much backstage information um, that I'm learning hands-on from Colin. That's just, it kind of blows your mind what the industry wants to teach you and what is actually true. Well, what do you, I can never remember the term. Information asymmetry. I don't know why. Information like asymmetry. We've, you've asked me numerous times. I mean, it's really the only reason I keep you around anymore is to remember that term. That one term. That that's all term. I'm good for, right? Well, you're quite an attractive woman as well. So, yeah, I'm not so you know, I may that. be getting more guy viewers having you <laughs> sitting beside me. It's why you're not over on the couch. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, the, the information is, the, the industry is all about information asymmetry. Mm -hmm. How could you possibly, with a straight face, be a GIA graduate gemologist and look at someone and say, yes, a G or H color is just as good exactly. as a D. Harry Winston. Only sells colorless diamonds. But, but never. He would turn over in his grave to see what's going on today. And, and you know, Harry Winston is who I believe is the, and many believe, many and the believe. wealthy and the people who, is the greatest jeweler of all time. Mm. And it just so happens I uh, align completely with his views. Mm -hmm. The luxury, the only luxury, the ultimate luxury is beauty. People will stare, make it worth their while. Uh, that's Harry Winston. Look yeah. at you quoting Harry Winston. <laughs> wow. That's I love impressive. That quote, yeah, people will stare if you have the prettiest diamond in the room. Exactly. So, so get the prettiest diamond, ask us how. Look, even if you wanna get it somewhere else, even if you wanna get it, I, I, we don't really care. We have more than our share of business, but get beauty, get beauty. Ask us how, what's it mean? We're happy to share, mm -hmm. we do all the time. I rant and rave and go on like a mad lo <laughs> lunatic about this stuff. Anyway, we're suffering from a bit of a uh, 4th of July hangover combined with the Canada Day hangover. Oh, yeah. hey, it was, uh, it was a, a great long weekend for us. We're uh, up to some really cool things coming up in the very near future that we'll, we'll keep you posted on. And of course, um, yeah, there's, you're going to see some huge, deep changes in this industry. Mm -hmm economically is one of the E's. Don't overpay. And, and let me talk about this quickly as well. You know, it's funny, I don't realize how much I know till I get talking, but do not pay for diamonds that have, for mine diamonds that are in inventory anywhere. If the certificate is an old certificate, you are paying the old price. And if you're paying the old price, I mean, these things are, it's almost down to 30%. And the stockpiles are growing mm -hmm. of mine diamonds. It's a frightening situation for the industry. And, and personally, I, I don't think they're handling it well um, by misleading people about what the facts are. Although I get accused of that sometimes, but no one ever wants to confront me. Look at you. Like, no, not that kind of confront. Like, get on the phone with me. If you have an opinion, share it, right? Like, I, if you look at any of our social media, I respond to pretty well everything myself. He has the best responses. Right? Yeah. And um, that's very nice of you to say, by the way. 
I think I'm pretty cute as well. But there's no argument here. The facts are the facts. Get all the facts. I, it's information asymmetry. Google it. They're just giving you what they want you to believe, exactly. not the facts. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we're on a collision course with the whole world of diamond industry on the mine side, um, which is kind of fun because the truth's coming out. And it's exactly what I said right across the board. Look, what? anything else you want to add today? You're pretty subdued. It's that 4th of July hangover. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling it. Right? So, so anyway, that's our, that's this week. This is episode 53. And that corresponds with my age. Okay. So at 53, I'm the oldest guy on TikTok. You're 53? The oldest old man? Well. You were like 45 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. I'm 45. Okay. Yeah. Right? And I'm au naturel, by the way. There's <laughs> no, no Botox. Botox. There's no treatments. There is Just a exercise. testosterone booster. I have a testosterone, old man testosterone booster. Other than that, I'm good. Anyway, listen, God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. we got to get you talking more on this. We'll these. see you next week. Bye. You were kind of humble this week.